Welcome to the MILF Bod Podcast. Mindful, intuitive, lifestyle, fitness. An all-encompassing wellness resource for women featuring some of the most successful, influential mothers and experts out there. I'm your host, Cherokee Luker, mother, model, fitness trainer, and wellness enthusiast. Join me as we dive into all things MILF. Let's talk about style for our little ones and how hard it is sometimes to find cute, affordable, and stylish pieces for our kids. Enter Club Enzo. Club Enzo is the perfect place to find all of the best sets and essentials for your little boy or girl. Curated with love from mother to son, the founder of Club Enzo was just on the podcast, and I highly recommend listening to Heather's episode if you haven't already. She created pieces that she felt were lacking in the market, and I remember seeing her and her son Enzo at the park and always wanting the outfits that Enzo was wearing for Hunter, and then, of course, come to find out it was her brand. So no wonder he looked so cute all the time. Go check it out for yourself, you guys, and make sure you do it before the holidays are over. I just purchased a bunch of cute sets for Hunter for Christmas, and I can't wait for him to rock them at the park and at school. So for 20% off, use code MILFBOD when you check out at shopclubenzo.com. That's code MILFBOD, M-I-L-F-B-O-D, at shopclubenzo.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode. I'm flying solo today. It is the last episode of 2023, and I truly cannot believe I'm saying that. It's wild that 2024 is here already, and I am actually so excited for the new year and a fresh start Like It's kind of cliche to use the new year as an excuse to set goals, but I honestly love it. And I'm really looking forward to starting fresh, like I said, and setting some new goals and starting with a new mindset because 2023 just hit me hard. I mean, straight out the gate, (laughs) literally the day after New Year's Eve, I had to take an emergency flight home and had to deal with a lot of family drama and issues. And I don't want this episode to be negative in any way, but at the same time, it kind of is touching on some real things that I feel like I haven't really opened up a lot about and talked about. So in all honesty, yeah, 2023 was just not my favorite year. It was probably one of the hardest years of my life. And so I wanted to do a solo episode about what I do when I feel like I'm in a slump because majority of this year, I've felt like I've been in a slump, honestly. And it may not come off like that in my episodes or on social media, but it's not always rainbows and butterflies. And it's not always this perfectly curated photo or video that you're posting on social media. Like shit is hard. But two or three months ago, I posted a story and I just remember I was having a really 
shit day. I physically was not feeling well. Mentally, I was just kind of down in the dumps. I think I was PMSing. I was tired. I was emotional. (laughs) So I was just not feeling it that day. And I remember I just posted a little video of me walking and just in my story. And I wrote what I do when I'm in a slump. And I just wrote out like a couple things that I do when I feel like shit that helped me. And so I put down therapy, walking, working out, getting in nature, spending time with my loved ones and making a home cooked meal. And for some reason, the response from just a story that I posted listing those things was wild, like more so than when I post like a photo of me behind the scenes at like a a lingerie shoot. And I feel like that just really spoke to me because I feel like so many people are going through it and it's hard sometimes to put it out there and be vulnerable. And it's not like I'm doing it for like a pity party. I honestly just wanted to help people if they're, you know, having a bad day or they're having a bad week, whatever. These are just a few little things that always help me when I'm feeling low. So the response from that story was crazy. I got so many messages from people being like, thank you so much for sharing this. It's so refreshing. And I'm going through the same thing. And these are the things that help me. And so after seeing that, I decided to create a reel. And I just posted the same exact video that I did in my story. So yeah, I really wanted to do a solo episode on what I've been feeling this year and some of the things that I do to help me get out of those feelings. So I guess I'll just start from a place that I've never really talked about before, which is I can't remember exactly when it was, but after having Hunter, I went to my six-week postpartum appointment. And when you're there, they have you fill out this questionnaire slash like survey thing to see if you qualify and fall on the spectrum for postpartum depression. And so obviously you answer the questions on the questionnaire accordingly on like a scale of one to 10 and they ask an array of different things. And apparently I scored a certain score that that qualified me as having postpartum depression or some symptoms of postpartum depression. At the time, I didn't really feel like I was depressed. But after talking with my doctor, she just said, you know, we can prescribe you some Zoloft. Maybe it'll help you just like get through this stage. It doesn't have to be a long-term thing. It can just kind of be a little bit of a an aid during this transition in your life. And so I was like, okay, I'm open to trying it, just a very low dose. And so she prescribed me Zoloft and I took it for two or three days and I fucking hated it. Like I felt like a complete zombie when I was on it. It was actually really scary. Like I felt like I couldn't even drive to go places. I felt like a shell of myself almost. And I remember thinking like, I do not want to mother my child when I'm feeling like this. It was not it. Like I would 
rather feel all of the sad emotions that I was feeling than to have felt just numb like I felt when I was on Zoloft. So I was like, okay, definitely getting off of this, not going to take this anymore. So I put antidepressants on the shelf for a while. And then it was like probably six months later or something. And I just remember wondering to myself, wow, I feel like I'm slightly bipolar and there's something wrong with me. And so I decided to make an appointment with a psychiatrist because I had never seen one before. I had gone to therapy, but I had never seen like a proper psychiatrist. And so it was really interesting to me too, to just learn about human behavior, talk to him about some of my behaviors, figure out what was going on with me. And in a way, it was very therapeutic. And so I met with this psychiatrist. I told him some of the things I had been feeling. And he ended up diagnosing me with OCD. And he was like, I can put you on a very low dose of Prozac And then with the Prozac, I will also prescribe you fluoxetine, I I believe it's what it's called. I later came to find out that the thing that he prescribed me to help with some of the side effects of taking Prozac, which is sometimes like mild anxiety. Anyways, it's technically considered a benzo, which is very highly addictive, like more addictive than heroin. But I found that out later on. So anyways, he prescribed me a very low dose of Prozac and Floxetine. And I don't remember the generic name for it, but I'll find out for you guys. And I actually ended up really, really liking it. So I was on Prozac for about a year and it really helped me, honestly. I never thought that I would be the type of person to be on an antidepressant, but I actually really liked the way that it made me feel. And it really just kind of put all of my compulsive behavior and thoughts at ease. And it just kind of made me feel like lighter in a way. And I just didn't put so much emphasis on things that were just so unnecessary. And it really, really helped me. And so I liked it. And then I came to find out that I was also taking a benzo with it. And so I did some research. I did not want to be on a benzo. And so I decided to slowly wean myself off of Prozac and the other thing that he prescribed me, floxetine. And since I weaned myself off of Prozac, that's kind of when I started feeling like I've been in a little bit of a slump. And I don't know if it's a placebo effect and it's literally all just in my mind and giving more credit to the Prozac than it actually deserves. But I weaned myself off. It was September actually, so not that long ago. And ever since going off, I'm not going to lie, it's been really, really hard. And it actually caused me to gain weight going off of it. So that was another thing that really kind of put me in a bad mood. It also kind of made me feel just sad, to be honest. And I felt like I was kind of like reverting back to my old patterns. So in all transparency, 
I've been having a really tough time since September. I've been struggling mentally, emotionally, physically, and it's really affected my energy levels. And now I feel like I'm finally at a point where maybe the medication is fully out of my system at this point. I also started incorporating 5-HTP. It's a, a supplement you can take and it helps to regulate your serotonin levels. And so I've only been taking that for like a week and a half. And honestly, I feel like it's really, really helped me. But the whole point of this episode is that sometimes we have these ebbs and flows in our lives and it's going to go up and down just like a roller coaster, just like a wave. You're just riding the waves of life. I know that's a stupid metaphor and it's kind of cheesy and corny, but like it truly is. It would also be boring if it was just always the same and always happy. Like the low times are what makes you appreciate the high times and the good times. So as shitty as I felt for the past few months, it's also made me really want to work harder at feeling good and feeling happy and confident. And like I felt like when I was on Prozac, I just want to feel that naturally all the time. And I think that I'm slowly getting back to that space. And so for anyone out there who has ever been on an antidepressant and gone off of it, my message to you is that it will get better and it just takes some time and patience and you're definitely not alone. And to anyone out there who is on antidepressants, like that's great. I'm very happy for you and I hope that it's helping you. Okay, guys, so I want to talk to you about one of my new favorite wellness brands, and that is For Wellness. I have the pleasure of using two of their hero products, the Good Stuff and the Recovery Gummies, and now I'm hooked to both of them. Literally the day I ran out, I immediately went to the website and restocked using my own code. So the good stuff is a performance coffee supplement that helps you combat inflammation, feel calmer, and increase your energy at the same time. I actually notice a huge difference on the days that I take it versus the days that I don't. I feel so clear-headed, focused, and energized when I take it, and it's probably due to the fact that it contains five functional ingredients that include L-theanine, collagen, cinnamon, MCT, and Himalayan salt. And then the recovery gummies taste like actual candy, but give you the benefits of a high-performing athlete. They contain tart cherry extract that helps to reduce muscle soreness after a workout and provide you with sustained energy. I can't recommend these products enough, and with the holidays approaching and the new year just around the corner, For Wellness is the perfect place to shop for your loved ones or for yourself to help you feel your best going into the new year. So for 25% off your order, use code CHEROKEE in all caps, C-H-E-R-O-K-E-E, -E, when you check out at forwellness.com. That's F O R. W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot -S com for 25% off your order. Such a great deal, you guys. Do not miss out. So going off of like the little story slash Instagram reel that I made, 
A few things that always help me to get into a better mood is, of course, therapy is a huge one. I just had a therapy session last night and I kind of wish I just like recorded my therapy session because it would have been perfect. It was literally this episode, (laughs) just talking to my therapist. And that's kind of what I feel like solo episodes are for me. In a way, it's very cathartic and therapeutic to just kind of like leave it all on the mic. And I don't think I've ever talked to you guys about being on antidepressants before and how common it is for women to get diagnosed with postpartum depression and to be prescribed antidepressants after giving birth. I think it's a lot more common than we think. I highly recommend Prozac. It was great. Do not recommend Zoloft, but to each their own, you kind of have to try it out, I guess. But yeah, therapy, of course. I'm not going to lie. Like, (laughs) it's really hard to go to therapy and be committed and to be really vulnerable with essentially a stranger and to open up about things that maybe you just want to like sweep under the rug because that's my pattern is I I like to just sweep things under the rug and just kind of pretend that they're not there. And my therapist has taught me about why I tend to do that. And it's really helped me just understand myself more. I'm definitely nowhere near where I want to be on my journey. There's still so much more that I have to dive into and learn about. There's so many things that you can learn about in therapy. And yeah, I just want to encourage everybody and remind you that it's not easy. And a good piece of advice that I got is actually from Josh, (laughs) is that his therapist taught him you have to run towards your fears. And I think that's really what is holding all of us back, our fears. Like when you're living in fear, that's when you're going to feel like the worst version of yourself. And so in order to conquer those fears and learn about them and understand them, you have to run towards them as hard as that may be. So like I had therapy last night. I was crying in front of my therapist. I left feeling like, fuck, like when is this going to solve itself? And you just have to remember that it's a slow process and you have to be patient with yourself because you've lived a lifetime. And so in order to unlearn some of the things that we were maybe taught in childhood or that have been etched into us since childhood, it's going to take some time to understand and gain some awareness around what's happening. So therapy always really helps me. As much as I like dread going, and I'm going to be honest, like I dread going sometimes. Sometimes I really look forward to it. Other days I'm just like, I really just don't want to go. But I can assure you that it always helps to just talk about what's going on with you and to get a different perspective from someone who is actually a professional and understands like human psychology and human behavior. So yeah, therapy is one. And then another thing that I put on that video is walking or working out. I feel like I've said this a million times that moving my body, even if it is just a walk, I feel like it's such a great time to just be fully present. And it's really the only time that I feel 
100% present in the moment because you really have no other choice other than to focus on the muscle that you're working out. And so that's a release. It's an escape. It makes you feel better. It builds confidence. It's also good physically. It's good mentally. There's so many benefits to it. So if you're feeling down, I highly recommend just doing a workout. You'll never regret doing a workout ever. And then another thing is getting in nature, getting outside, getting fresh air. That always, always helps me. And then spending time with your loved ones, of course, that always helps as well. Being around Hunter, being around your partner, being around family, just surrounding yourself with people who you feel like you can be fully who you are and authentic and just be in the moment and be surrounded by love. Like that's the best feeling in the world. Another thing that I really love that I think is underrated is like making a really nice home cooked meal. I think cooking can be really therapeutic and also creating a meal for your loved ones and being able to like sit down and enjoy something that you've worked hard on and seeing the people that you love enjoy the meal. I think that it's just a really good way to get out of feeling shitty. Also, I created a little acronym for you guys. I mean, clearly, I love acronyms. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I think it's just like a good way to remember things. So I created an acronym for slump. So when you're in a slump, S stands for stand up, honestly. Like, When you're feeling down, it can feel like you just want to like sit in your own shit and wallow, feel sorry for yourself. And just sometimes it can feel super unmotivating to want to do things. But literally all you have to remember to do is just stand up. That's it. That's the first step. You just have to get up, get out of it. You'll feel better. The L in slump is just let it go. And this can apply to a lot of things in life is just like remembering to let things go when you feel like they're weighing you down. So stand up, let it go. The you in slump is understand it. So gain some understanding around it. Like sit down, maybe write in your journal, take a walk, meditate on it, go to therapy, just Gaining some clarity and understanding as to why maybe you're feeling a certain type of way always helps. M in slump is make a change. It's a lot easier said than done, but like if you aren't feeling good about something, you have to change it. And it doesn't have to be like a big drastic life change, you know, like you don't have to move into a different town or start a new career or anything like that. I'm not saying that. Just even in just incorporating one of the little things that I mentioned before, like make a change by doing a workout or going outside. Just make a change. I remember going to Tony Robbins. They made us do this exercise where you, it sounds so dumb, but like when you're feeling down or sad about something, if you physically create like a power move, then it'll just get you 
out of that mindset and that space in your head. So just like jumping up and down or like raising your arms in the air or like pounding your chest even. It's been like scientifically proven that when you're feeling a certain way in your mind and you do something to physically get you out of that space, then it can help you. So yeah, make a change. It doesn't have to be drastic. P in slump is just practice giving yourself grace because I know that we are our own worst critics. And so you can be super hard on yourself. And I think that the most important thing that, especially my therapist, always encourages me to just let yourself feel it and it's okay. Like hold space for yourself to have these feelings and know that you're not crazy for feeling this way. Because I think a lot of times when we're feeling down or we feel like we're in a slump, we feel alone and it's an isolating feeling. But just remember that you aren't alone and that so many people are feeling the same things that you are. And while it may not be due to the same circumstances or to the same degree, just remember to give yourself grace and know that it's okay to have these feelings and allow yourself to fully feel them. Because I think that this is something that I'm trying to get better at is if you just shove them down and kind of block them and sweep them under the rug, then you don't have time to fully process and understand maybe why you're feeling a certain type of way. So just, yeah, give yourself more grace. And I think that everyone can use all of these tips. I think that this can apply to anybody and everybody. So yeah, guys, that's uh, my spiel and my little slump acronym for you. Um, <laughs> I'm such a nerd, but it's fun. I hope you guys liked this solo episode. I know it's not like the merriest note to end on for 2023, but I think that these are just really great reminders, especially going into a new year, that it's okay if you're feeling down sometimes. And I feel like there's all of these external pressures that come from society and that come from the stage of life that you're in or the age that you are, whatever career you're in. Like there's all these external things that put pressure on us to feel a certain type of way or act a certain type of way and just know that we're all on our own journeys and we're all going through shit and it's okay. And I just have such a great feeling about 2024 and I'm so excited for a fresh start. And I just absolutely love using the new year as an excuse to become a better version of yourself and to really stick to it because there's no better time, honestly. Thank you for tuning in once again, and I hope you all have a really great holiday season with your families. There are some new things and new guests in the works for 2024, and I can't wait to share all of that with you guys. I hope you enjoy these solo episodes. I know I do. I love doing them, but it's also really hard sometimes to not like feed off of somebody else's energy and to have that like flow of conversation because 
it gets nerve wracking kind of. Sometimes you feel like you're put on the spot, but I really like doing these solo episodes. And I think that, and I hope that this will help a lot of people out there because I, I know the response that I got on my Instagram when I posted that short little story was was actually crazy to me. So I'm hoping that this episode gets kind of the same response. And so Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. The next episode will be airing on, I think it it will be airing on the 1st of 2024. So that's very exciting. I hope everybody stays safe and I hope you all create some really great new memories with the ones you love. Okay, everyone, I will talk to you all in two weeks. I'll see you next year. I know that it's so annoying when people say that, but I'll talk to you next year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Love you. Thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you gained some insight on how to practice becoming more mindful, learn the importance of listening to your intuition, gain some lifestyle takeaways and fitness tips. You can find me on Instagram at Cherokee Luker and the podcast at MILFBODPOD. So make sure you follow me to access exclusive content to help you become a better you, a better mother, and a better human. Talk to you guys next week about all things MILF.